Hello and welcome back to the Brew Interviews, the one beer show that's cleaner than a kid's bop album. That That's a lie, I lied. I am Robbie and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend Lauren. It is episode 91 and this week we channel our inner high school self and head on over to UrbanDictionary.com where we play a game I like to call Urban Dictionary Game. I don't have a name for it, I, I really couldn't think of anything. This week on the Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. This episode of The Brew Interviews is sponsored by AdamandEve.com, but you'll hear more about them later on in the show. For now, Lauren, how you been? Well, Robbie, I have been doing just great this week. I feel like I was in such a funk the last couple weeks, and I just feel so much more alive and centered as a human. Drinking more? No, actually. <laughs> I, oh. haven't, I haven't had anything to drink in like two weeks. So tonight will be fine because we're doing- <laughs> That's a lie because we, we recorded last I week. had a, on, a non-alcoholic tea. Oh, that's right. You cheated. So the last time I had alcohol was the last time I had alcohol on the show. Jeez. Yeah. So uh, I'll have a lot of fun with the shots that we're going to have to do tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody really knows, but we went three minutes over time on our last Dirty 30, which means for every minute we go over, we're supposed to do a shot. Um, so we decided to split the three. Yep. So we're each going to do one and a half shots. Mainly because Robbie only has tequila and uh, three yeah. shots of tequila. I like tequila. I just don't want to do yeah. <laughs> three shots yeah, of tequila. Yeah, that's what I, you, we want to give you a decent show, not a bumbling show. Ugh. Yeah, if you want to hear a bumbling show, go to our old episodes where they were two hours long. And we had nine beers. Oh my God. Shit-faced. Shit-faced. Yeah, those are, those are pretty bad. So when are we taking those shots? Oh, we well, I was right going to ask you how you were. Sorry, my niece just called me on facebook messenger so it was really <laughs> the one you fed dog food i didn't feed her dog food <laughs> i don't know what the question oh, well, was oh yeah how am yeah I doing? <laughs> so uh before we do our shots robbie how have you been good i made my own barbecue rub yum like i bought like spices in bulk so i didn't have to you oh, know, so smart use, like, i do that also like that yeah they had a sale on amazon so i was like oh, and you didn't $3. tell me about $4. it $4. i didn't know you were into bulk spices robbie Lauren. i do so much cooking i blend a lot of my own spices like i don't buy taco seasoning or like rubs for my meats or anything who buys like, taco seasoning people a lot of people buy taco seasoning <laughs> what rub why would you make a rub you don't smoke anything well no but just like or to cook anything. like cook meats with or like cook food with like i'll make like different types of like spice mixtures oh no oh. No, no Mrs. Dash for you? No, no Mrs. Dash. I don't actually think I can eat Mrs. Dash. It gives me a stomach ache. <laughs> I think it, the yeah. onions in it are not. <laughs> Wait, what? I think like I'm allergic to the onion powder, whatever onion is in it. Like every time I eat it, You're I get the shit. just going to ignore the so. eating out Mrs. Dash joke? Yeah. yeah. I get it. Oh. Um, anyways, shots? No. Well, but too yeah. bad. It's been a long time since I've had a shot of tequila, Robbie. <laughs> Lauren just filled her tequila with water, I, and it looks. I like literally just. It's this Blanco. is an unopened bottle. This is completely unopened. How long has it been in your liquor cabinet? Um, I won this somewhere. You won it? <laughs> oh, I got this for a Yankee swap from work. Oh, that's not a bad win. Yeah, somebody traded me yeah. uh whiskey for it, so it was a definite. Oh well, that, then it was a bad. No, well, it was horrible I thing. don't think it was good whiskey, and I don't drink whiskey anyways, so I'd much rather have tequila. Yeah. All right, so one and a half shots each. Ready? Cheers, Robbie. Woo! What um, what tequila are you drinking? Partida. Whatever the fuck that is. Sounds Clean like California. Party. Partita. Tequila partita. It's okay. It's it's not like bottom of the barrel or anything like that. It's I think we paid like thirty thirty five dollars for this oh, bottle, so it's like it's good. And it's, it's a good silver tequila. tequila. It's clear. Yeah. Um, and I'm drinking 
1800 silver. And I, my, I can't stand my stomach is on fucking fire right now. Yeah. Dude. I hate this shit. <laughs> yeah. 1800 is not good. I never really liked um, it. Although I actually, I'm a big fan of Jose Cuervo gold. So like. Me too. Yeah. I, don't know why. I, think it's the, I think it's good to kill. It's super cheap. Like. Everybody I fucking it. love it. If I get shots, that's what I get a shot of. It burns in just exactly. the right fucking way. And no training wheels ever. All right. Second half shot. Robbie. Oh, we're doing it right in a yeah, row? Yeah, we're Shit. doing it right. This is how we always I do it. I didn't pour the half. You'd think you'd catch up by now. This is why I took a swig of my beer before we started so I'd be able to taste it. All right. Half, half shot. shot. Ready? Fun times. <laughs> You couldn't be more convincing. Robbie immediately chug- chugged his beer. So what are you drinking, Lauren, besides tequila? Oh, right. Well, switching over from tequila to beer, I'm going a little bit outside of my uh, comfort zone today. Uh, so my sister, for my birthday, sent me this fucking package of beer. It had like 12 local beers in it. It also had like uh, some fancy cheeses and like meats and a fun game. So thank you, Maggie. Uh, so one of the beers that was in it is blood orange wheat uh which is a, it's but it's a rattler so it's also a lager so it's a wheat and a lager mix um and it's from jack's abbey i thought a rattler was beer and juice yeah <laughs> wait oh yeah you're right it is beer and juice what so did i you think say? it's, you said it's a, like you a said blood a... orange juice but it's like also yeah. wheat. was well, a wheat a, wheat is a lager it, wheat's not a lager is wheat a lager it's a wheat beer it can be a lager so it says blood orange wheat and it says drink lager and then it says Rattler under it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just so that clarifies it for everyone. Um, and Jack's Abbey is in Framingham, Massachusetts. I, I think we've had some Jack's Abbey on the show. I've never had Jack's Abbey. No. I mean, I've had their beer, but I can't remember if we've had it on the show. Um, yeah. So for me, this is, it, it has like a weedy taste, but it, it definitely tastes like a lager to me. Like it's not bad. Maybe it's the or like the juice in it that like is tampering it down. But it just kind of tastes like a college beer. Like if you want to drink like a fancy beer in college, but like kind of be drinking like the same thing as like I don't. Where know. Where are you going? With I, this don't I don't know. I just I don't know what I don't know how to explain. It's a rattler. This. It's I a rattler. Know. It's juice and beer. It's 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 a milder. Yeah, but so like the first thing that came to my mind when I took a sip of this beer was like a late night at a college bar, like drinking a beer. Really? Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing because I haven't been to any like parties at all this year because like there's a pandemic. So it's kind of nice to drink just like something that somebody would hand me at like a bar. If, <laughs> like I was like, hey, grab me a beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even I don't think I know, I know what exactly I mean. what it is. I'm just going on a tangent at this point. It's good. Yep. I like it and I'm going to drink it. Uh, Robbie, what are you drinking? I am drinking a beer that I've seen pictures of before. And that is Mars Needs Lupulin. I have never heard of that, but I fucking really? love the can. It's from Woodland Farms Brewing in Kittery, Maine. Oh, nice. It is a hazy IPA, a 6.9%, and it is very good. It is very enjoyable. I mean, the can art is pretty dope, so like I can I'm imagine. I get too. I can imagine that the beer would be good. Yeah, just a, it doesn't taste like a 6.9. It tastes like a, on the lighter side, but... Yeah, very enjoyable. Very hazy. Is it like thick? Beer. Is it like a thick mouth no, taste? Not at all. Piney? Sweet? Tell me more about it, Robbie. Tastes like hops and aliens. Oh, delicious. Yeah. 
And Lupulin. And Lupulin. What is Lupulin? I feel like that's Lupulin, a that's a hop, isn't it? No, it's what makes the hops taste like the they're yeah. The it's they're like tasting. the thing. It's the thing in it. <laughs> it's the thing. It's yeah. the thing. You know. I know. We talked about it on our IPA episode. That's why yeah, it sounds familiar. we have before. Yeah. I couldn't pronounce Speaking it, of... <laughs> so I'm glad you pronounced it the same way yeah. I did. Speaking of things, I actually have a brew news for us this week. Oh my god, I'm so excited! I had no idea. Some people might know Yingling has partnered with Molson Coors to expand distribution of its beer to the rest of the United States for the first time in its history. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the joint venture paves Yingling's way towards national expansion and gives Miller Coors, the maker of Coors Light and Blue Moon, a hefty revenue boost amid declining beer sales, according to CNN. Known for its affordable German-style lager, Pennsylvania-based Yingling is believed to be the oldest brewery in the United States with fifth- and sixth-generation family members members overseeing current distribution in only 22 states as of right now which is all east of the mississippi i was gonna say it's probably all east coast yeah so if you if you know yingling you probably have never had it before if you're from the west coast yeah i can't imagine that unless you like came to pennsylvania and had it because that's where it is it's in pennsylvania it's It's based out of pennsylvania um the new brewery is going to be based out of milwaukee of course it is so yeah so yingling is going to still be in charge of all that production uh-huh. And all those sales, but they're just partnering with Molson Coors to just get to just be able to get that distribution. Interesting. What do you think about this? I like it. I like Yingling. Yeah, I've always liked Yingling. They have a few different styles. Um, it's it's cheap and it's good. It's kind of like that better side of cheap beer. Yeah, they have. Um, I think it's a porter. It's like whatever their really fucking dark one is. If you toss that bad boy in the freezer <laughs> and let oh, it get God. really cold, like to the point where it's a little icy, and take it out and drink it delicious yeah yeah well when i was in the military the stores on base actually got yingling no matter where you were which was kind of cool so people who have never had yingling before because they were from the west or just west of the mississippi could try yingling for the first time i had it when i was stationed in germany they had it at the store in germany i was like what the fuck are you doing here so interesting i remember we uh the because I was a geography major, like they have a geography picnic at like at the end of our senior year. And that one sounds of the pro- like the nerdiest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> no, it was awesome. We played volleyball and like frisbee. Looked at we maps. Ate, we ate food. Um, Circle jerked on an atlas. No, no, not at that time. Um, mm-hmm. so, sorry. Um, so one of the professors was from Pennsylvania. So I like specifically yeah. brought a Yangling because I knew that he would be impressed. That's my story. <laughs> you were just trying to impress him. Yeah, and it worked. He was like, who brought this? And I was like, that was me. I brought the Yingling. I know, actually, you probably couldn't have pronounced it because you're not good at pronouncing I things. Can, so probably, I, I brought the Yingling. Yingling. So my brother my brother used to go to Pennsylvania, and he brought some back before you could even get it up here. Because you yeah. can buy it around here now, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you can. It's not as prevalent, but you yeah, can Yeah, but it. so before you could even get it, like, outside of Pennsylvania, like, he would bring cases back up here and, like, give some to my dad. So, like, I've known about it for a while and then like my ex is from pennsylvania so like i was gonna say our best friend Allie is from pennsylvania so what our best friend is from pennsylvania so yeah she always told us about like we knew what yingling was yeah exactly but that's good that's good i like yingling i should pick some up sometime i don't think we've ever had it on the podcast um yeah i don't think so either Uh, not that i'm aware of i haven't had it in fucking years so yeah yeah at least a few years yeah so that's a good thing for everybody so as you heard in the intro Lauren and I decided to delve into the depths of UrbanDictionary.com to find some fun and possibly fucked up terms that you may not know. 
For those of you unfamiliar with Urban Dictionary, it is a crowdsourced online dictionary for slang words and phrases operating under the motto, define your world. So basically people can put any definition they want into UrbanDictionary.com. Yeah, it's kind of like an unmonitored Wikipedia. Um... Yeah, very unmonitored. The website was founded in 1999 by Aaron Peckham. Originally, Urban Dictionary was intended as a dictionary of slang and phrases not typically found in standard dictionaries, but is now used to define any word, event, or phrase people can think of. Words or phrases on Urban Dictionary may have multiple definitions, usage examples, which is sometimes are the most fucked up things, and yep. tags. As of 2014, the dictionary had over 7 million definitions, while around 2,000 new entries were being added daily. That's a lot of fucking words. Yeah, but like, I feel like if you type in a word, there's like 17 fucking definitions for it. You know what I mean? So like, you mean in a regular dictionary or Urban Dictionary? No, Urban Dictionary. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, not a regular dictionary. Did you ever, like, go on this site at all? Sometimes I have to use it to keep up with the slang that the kids are coming you actually, up with you use it, So you use it as an actual reference. Well, I, I, won't like, I won't, like, specifically go to Urban Dictionary, but I'll, like, type it in on Google and, like, Urban Dictionary will be, like, one of the first links, you know? Yeah. So you're like, you're like, what is truffle butter? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I did look up truffle butter on Urban I Dictionary. bet you did look up truffle butter. Or somebody told me what it was and I just wanted to verify. What was that? There's another... Um, What's that stupid singer's name? I don't know. Her new song is like WAP. WAP, yeah. W-A-P. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is-? I'm like, wasn't there already a rap song called WAP? Yeah, but that's but like a, a dance WAP. style. And this WAP is yeah. uh, wet, wet ass, ass pussy. pussy. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? It's Cardi B, I'm pretty oh, sure. Is it Cardi B monster. or is it Nicki Minaj? Yeah. It's, I think it's Cardi okay. B. Okay, I think it's Cardi B. But it's also like a dance now. But like, I'm pretty sure that like the WAP was like a different, a yeah, much different thing. it was thing. a different thing. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember the song was like, WAP, WAP. Yes, whop, yes, whop, yes. Whop. That's exactly what I'm thinking about yeah, also. That's the okay. only thing I knew. So I'm like, what is, this is not a new thing, people. But like, it, apparently it is it's now. It's being revived as a new thing. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. No. Well, Nicki Minaj has done a lot of positive things for the women's revolution. Right? It's Cardi B, not Nicki. I mean, Cardi B, neither. either or, either or. I, I, uh, I don't listen to either of them anymore. I can't. No, they're both. They're All they do terrible. is like say nonsense to music and make millions of dollars. And I it's, just That's called music now. That's called music now. <laughs> no, but like there's so much better music now. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Urban oh, Dictionary. God. So what we're going to do, we each picked uh how many words did we pick? Five, five words? Five. We're all we fucked picked, up from WAP. We each, yeah, we, we each picked five words, and we are going to give two definitions, one being the real Urban Dictionary definition, and the other one being a made-up definition that we chose. And the goal is to get the other person to pick the incorrect definition to try and fool them. Yes. So, Lauren, who's starting? Um, You want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, so your first word, Robbie, is homo-flexible. Homo-flexible, okay. Homo-flexible. Okay. Is it somebody who is primarily attracted to members of the same sex, but occasionally attracted to members of the opposite sex for, like, romantic encounters? Yeah. Or is it a male who's flexible enough to give himself a blowjob? So the first definition you gave is what I was thinking in my head. Uh-huh. Homoflexible. So I'm going to go with my gut and say the first definition is the Urban Dictionary definition. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. All right. I gave you an easy one to start with. <laughs> oh, that's what we're doing? No, that's just the order that it was <laughs> oh, in. <laughs> All right, I got one. All right. 
Lord, your first word is bathroom battleship. <laughs> is it when two friends are in a public bathroom in adjacent stalls taking dumps, each wipes his ass with toilet paper and then proceeds to toss the soiled toilet paper over the top of the stall into his friend's stall and attempt to hit his friend with the soiled toilet paper. Similar to the game Battleship, except with toilet paper and poop. And poop. <laughs> or, is it the other definition? When a stranger is taking a shit in a stall, so you wad up and wet a clump of toilet paper or paper towels and proceed to toss it into the stall from the top and try to hit your target. So, so kind of the same idea, but with no poop in this one. He caught the shit poop. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the first one. So you're saying, poop covered toilet paper over the top. Yeah, yeah. All right, you're correct. Woo! That's so very disturbing. Yep. I, I, I like to wonder what it says about us as people with the definitions that we make up ourselves. I, I don't even know where I stood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. Like, you're you're too right. good at this. <laughs> Maybe I'm just projecting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> next one. Uh, all right, Robbie. Your next word is steezy. Spell S-T-E-E-Z-Y. Oh, good. I was going to use it later. So Yeah. Well, cool. just in case you wanted to know. Um, okay. Is this when you start sneezing at the same time as jizzing? Or is it a combination of the words style and ease? Steezy? Steezy? That's the word, right, Steezy? Yes. I'm gonna have to go with the with the second one because because the stee part because you said it was style and what? Style and ease. Style and ease makes more sense than sneezing. Well, sneezing while you're jizzing. Yeah, sneezing? sneezing and jizzing. That'd be. I think that would be different letters. So I'm gonna say it's the second definition. You are correct, Robbie. You are yes. correct. Um, steezy is usually used with some sort of like sports term, like skateboarding or snowboarding. Uh, to, and it like goes along with, oh, that trick was steezy. Like, oh, so steezy, bro. That's yeah. such a 90s, that sounds like a 90s term. It probably is and has just been like revived. <laughs> yeah, steezy, bro. Well, that wasn't, well, it could have been a dirty word, but it turned out not to be a dirty word. Yeah. I tried, I I mean, th- we could have gone all dirty with this, but I wanted to try and maybe throw a Oh, I did. Back. I did. Yeah, I figured you would. All right. My next word for you is angel's touch. Is angel's touch when you are peeing or shitting and your dick touches the urinal slash toilet where other dicks probably have been? Or is it? When you are peeing at a urinal and a stranger comes from behind and places his or her hand on your shoulder, creating an uncomfortable situation. I would think that the second one would be referred to as like the devil's touch. Well, I I don't know. Both of them, maybe. (laughs) Wait, so you're saying touching your dick on the inside of a gross toilet is also? (laughs) Yeah, well, I thought about that afterwards. I'm going to say the first one is the right one. You would be correct. Angels touches when your dick accidentally touches the disgusting urinal or toilet. <laughs> Does that happen? Has that happened to Yo, you? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, Ew. It's pretty, yeah. Why can't you just like hold your dick away from it? Because sometimes you're busy. <laughs> sometimes you're busy doing something other than holding your dick while you're. I peeing? have to concentrate what are you doing? on pooping. Okay. What? Yeah. Why would you be pooping at a urinal? Listen, you don't have a dick. You don't know the the struggles <laughs> of sitting down. The struggles of sitting down with a dick. All right. All right. All right. Next one. My turn. Okay. <clears throat> this term is heels up. Like your foot heels. Yeah. Okay. Is this 
uh, referring to a woman on her back, usually naked, with her legs spread and feet in the air, ready to engage in sexual intercourse? Or does it refer to a woman who has just arrived home from a strenuous night's work at the strip club and now can kick back and relax, uh, i.e. put her heels up? I don't... Heels up. I feel like... I feel like it's the stripper one. Is it the stripper one? The stripper one? Is that yeah. your choice, Robbie? Yeah. No, that is not the correct hmm. Urban Dictionary definition. <laughs> um, it is the first one, uh, and as a one of the example, like, use it in a sentence kind of thing, it was, I was hoping he'd fall head over heels in love with me, but all he was interested in was heels over head. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking was, was something like but, that, because yeah, like, there's a different like, term for... Like heel, heels over your neck or any, what was it? Heels over your ears or something. Yeah, like it's putting been, your feet behind your head. Yeah, yeah, so, stuff like that. That was that was the correct one. But, yeah. Uh, huh. Wow, I'm so proud of that definition. Yay! <laughs> All right, my next one is beef walk. Beef walk. Beef walk. Is it a British slang term for women going out on the town to pick up jacked men or going outside or away from the group in order to fart with less consequence? Be- wow. Okay, um, <laughs> this is a hard one because I would... You can go outside for a beef walk. <laughs> be like, hang on. I might even just, use, if it's not the right term, like walking away to like fart, I might just <laughs> start calling that beef walk. What was the first definition? A British slang term for women, horny women, going out on the town to pick up jacked men. So like, you know, like hunks, hunks of beef, you know what I mean? I like how you were like horny women. Like got to be horny women. <laughs> women horny women. I think it's that one. I'm gonna go with the first one. You would be incorrect. Nah, fuck. The good news is you can use the term for the correct definition now. Oh, good. <laughs> beef walk. A beef walk. Yeah, because like sometimes they're like, "Oh, you just cut beef." I've that never heard you that. Term it. You really never heard that? Okay. No, I've sense. never heard that. All right, Lauren. Let's do one more for yours, and then we will go to an ad break. Ooh, I think that's a great idea, Robbie. Um, okay, so my next word is soak. Soak? Soak. Okay. All right. Is it when a penis is in the vagina, but there's no pumping or thrusting, so it seems less like sex? Or is it when a girl becomes sexually aroused and her pussy lubricates, leaving a wet stain on the bed? I don't know. Hmm. I would have to say... It's the first one because the, the second one, I feel like you wouldn't use the word soak in that sentence. If the like bed sheets were soaked. Yeah. yeah, but you didn't say soaked. You said soak. Yeah, it's like when it, when it, like that's called the soak. It's the soak? I call it the lady brine, but that's, that's just. The me. lady brine. All right. Well, gross. I'm going to go with the first definition. All right. The first definition is correct. Yes. It is when you put your penis in and just let it soak. Just let it linger. Um, it was, it, it said it's the preferred form of premarital sex for Mormons. Uh, and the use it in a sentence is she didn't want to have sex, but she let me soak for 20 minutes. Okay. It makes more sense when it's in a sentence like that. Yeah. Yeah. Much yeah. more sense when it's in yeah. a sentence. Just let it soak. I was let banking on that. But it didn't, <laughs> didn't come through for me. Are we tied? I think we're tied now because... You missed the last one, and I missed the one before that, so I think we're Robbie, tied. Be, I'm, I'm keeping track of which ones you got correct. Oh. I've gotten two right, I think, and you've gotten two right now. Uh, Something like that. You've gotten three right. I have? No, you didn't. I yeah. Got, I got one wrong. 
yeah, you got one wrong and I just did my fourth one. Therefore, you got three right. Oh, that's right, because you started. I misjudged that then before the ad break. That's my fault. Speaking of, before we move on to our last few Urban Dictionary terms, we're going to take a quick ad break from our friends over at adamandeve.com. So support the show by buying sex toys, since y'all clearly don't you know, want to buy the shirts. I mean, we're so. talking about sexual things right now, so you yeah. must be interested in them. Just go fucking toys. buy that shit from Adam and Eve and support our show. All right, ad break, go. The sponsor of this episode is adamandeve.com. Are you like my lesbian podcast partner, Lauren, and stuck in a boring, sexless relationship? Wait, what? Luckily, there's a website for you. I'm boring? Adam and Eve is an online store where you get all the bedroom essentials to help spice up your relationship. Can we get back to this sexless thing? With an assortment of adult toys, lingerie, and sexy accessories, Adam and Eve has got you covered in the bedroom. Or in the kitchen. Or in the public library bathroom. Basically, anywhere you can have sex. The library? And even if you're not in a relationship, Adam and Eve has got your lonely ass covered as well. With an assortment of lubes, toys, and other pleasurable items, adamandeve.com will make you feel like you're not jerking off alone in your apartment ever again. So remember, if you're gay, straight, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, pan-fried, or even deep-fried, Adam and Eve has got you covered in the bedroom. So head over to adamandeve.com and use our promo code brew 4 you and get 50% off almost any item in store. That's promo code brew 4 you the number four, at checkout and get 50% off almost any item. And when you do, you also get 10 free gifts courtesy of adamandeve.com, including six spicy movies and a three-piece bonus kit. It's like a three-piece chicken bucket, but, you know, better. Now get out there and do some consensual You know, the kind where you stick your in there, put then you get the Thousand Island dressing, you rub it all over your and you just jam it in there. You know what I'm saying? Salad dressing? AdamandEve.com for all your needs. Cheers. And we are back from that wonderfully hilarious ad break. Whoever could have made that hilarious ad break. We are on to the next word. I believe it's my turn. It certainly is, Robbie. This word made me laugh. Okay, so Stephanie was on a work call and I started reading this word and I started trying, like, I was like crying because it was so <laughs> stupid. And I was just like in tears trying to laugh, like audibly super out loud because she was on a call. Yeah. It was so dumb. It was so oh dumb. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to know <sighs> like what the real thing is and what you Yeah. <laughs> the word is Bosnian seesaw. I am so excited. All right. Me too. Is a Bosnian seesaw. When a man needs to pleasure two females at once, so he puts a strap on on backwards and thrusts back and forth while a girl is bent over in front and behind him. Or is it when you duct tape a dildo to one end of a normal seesaw and have a woman lie underneath with one <laughs> lie underneath that one end and proceed to use the seesaw as normal from the other side, thus creating a giant sex machine? <laughs> the Bosnian seesaw. <laughs> I really want it to be the second one. <laughs> Lauren, what is the Bosnian? They're both sex moves, but which one is the Bosnian? The first, the first one sounds like an appropriate definition, but I really want it to be the second definition. The and giant if sex it, machine. <laughs> so I choose that one. And if you chose, if you made that up, then I can't, I don't even know what to do. So, all right, just <laughs> to, which one? I, the second one is my choice. Okay, Lauren, the Bosnian seesaw was the first definition. Oh my <laughs> god, Robbie. <laughs> so I created the other definition. <laughs> I am so impressed. 
Your See, mind is so creative. I Robbie. can picture it in my head, but I was trying to get a hard time typing it out, like what I wanted to say. <laughs> no, I I think I imagined exactly what you yeah. imagined. Okay, yeah. One, if one not, guy on, just more outrageous than what you... <laughs> one like, guy on the end of a seesaw, like normal, but then a dildo yeah. on the other side and a girl with and her the legs akimbo. And you just go up and down. Heels up. up. The girl yeah. is heels up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's up. exactly what I'm... Perfect. Wow. Is the dildo a specific color? No, anything you want to be. Okay. I imagine purple, but... We don't judge. Wow. I'm so impressed by your definition. I'm not even mad about getting it wrong. <laughs> All right, Lauren. What is your last one, I think? Yes. My last one is Limp Biscuit. Ugh. <laughs> you said I just that have like a feeling. You... I just have a feeling this is going to go one way or another. All right. Is this uh, when intercourse is happening and the guy loses his erection... Consequently, he is limp inside her biscuit. Gotcha. Uh, or is it several guys standing in a circle around a biscuit? Uh, they all jerk off, and the last person to ejaculate on it has to eat the soggy biscuit. Okay, so the second definition is where I thought it was going to go. Yeah. But I've heard of that before, and it's either called toast or soggy biscuit. Toast. I. So... My thought is maybe, I don't know, unless somebody else just calls it Soggy Biscuit as well. I'm going to say it is the first definition because I feel like the second one already has a name and it's called Soggy Biscuit. But first definition. The first definition is the made up definition. The second one was correct. I've never heard it called Limp Biscuit. I always heard it called I, Soggy, the Soggy I've Biscuit. I've heard of this act, but I never knew what, like, I yeah. didn't know what it was called. Yeah. And I only found this because I went to Urban Dictionary and hit the shuffle yeah. on, like, the top of the page, like, a billion times. And that was just, like, in in there. Like, yeah. that was on one of my clicks. Hmm. Oh, somebody doesn't know their biscuit definitions. Somebody is clearly off on their biscuits. <laughs> uh, but I, I think, think we, we tied. tied. I think we tied. Yeah. yeah. Um, do, so we actually had somebody make sure that we did not have any of the same and we both had one of the same (laughs) words or phrases, I guess it's a phrase. Yeah. How many, Uh, how many words in urban dictionary? 14 million or whatever it said. Yeah. There's a ton and Robbie and I both chose one (laughs) one of the same. So do you want to tell the people what it is? And then we'll both tell them, uh, like what the definition definition is. Yeah. Okay. So, so the word was clam jam. Which is basically the female equivalent of a cock block. Yes. For a guy. And I was like, okay, that's cool. It makes sense of what it means, but I could also yeah. think of a good definition for it as well. So, Lauren, what was your made-up definition for clam jam? So, my made-up definition was... If ours is was, close to the same, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is when two girls rub their pussies together, resulting in a mixture of their female fluids, Ugh. in parentheses, <laughs> clam jam. Huh. Okay. So. It's not bad. I like it. Yeah, you know, rubbing your clams, jamming your clams together. Yeah. I know. I always call, I've never, I, maybe I have heard the term clam jamming, but like, I've always called that twat blocking. Yeah, twat blocking. But yeah, that's yeah. all I've heard too. But clam jam, I think it's better than twat blocking, to be honest. Twat, a twat block? Clam yeah. jam? Yeah. Clam jam yeah, sounds funnier. Right. It's just funny. All right. Well, what was your definition? My definition of clam jam that I created was the act of two lesbians going in to scissor but underestimating their distance from one another and proceed to smash vaginas, clams. Yep, yep. Jamming them together. Just jamming right? them together. That's a great definition. So we yeah. were kind of, 
We both came up with scissoring as an yeah, alternative basically. to clam jamming. I mean, lesbians don't do anything else, right? I don't scissor. Just scissoring. No, I, scissoring. I haven't. Nope. Look at my well, Google search history. Time. Just scissoring. What? What? Okay. Well, so, Robbie, <laughs> as you know, you can also type in names to Urban Dictionary. And yeah. you, they usually give. So I looked up Robbie. Um, can I guess it? Go for it. So so we looked this up when basically when we were in high school, like me and Alan and some other friends. Uh-huh. And if it's the same one that you found, a Robbie is somebody who steals fat children from their bedrooms in the middle of the night and like brings them to like fat camp or something. That's hilarious. It's not that, but it does involve children. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> um Usually they're always like really nice definitions, like a Robbie yes. is a person you want to. No, uh, the second Never. one in there was uh, a great gnome who eats little children. He also has a fear of Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> a great fear of Thomas the Tank Engine. That's a new one. So uh, you can update your definition, Robbie. Yeah, I should to a a, a man who steals obese children. No, a great no, <laughs> yeah, to a great gnome that eats little children. So. Yeah. Probably the fat ones. Probably, well, they probably taste the best. Fat is flavor. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know you're, I'm just, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had one more term that I, it, I at the end, because when we shared the same term, I had two just in case as backups. One uh-huh. of them was uh, beef walk. And the other one, which I just think is a cool term that I wish I had known in college or, you know, or just in general. And it's screwvenir. A screw veneer? A screw veneer. Is, is that any... like when you take their underwear? No. Well, kind of. Or they leave their underwear? is anything that you keep, whether stolen or given to you from someone's house after you've slept with them. That, I just think I it's a funny term. I used to have some of those. <laughs> this is a funny term. Like, oh, what's, have... that, what's that on your shelf, Lord? Well, it's my screw veneers. You're like, what? I, yeah, like in my cabinet, like in my bathroom cabinet, like girls would like leave shit sometimes. In so your bathroom just... cabinet? Well, I, I, like, would put it up there in case they came back. I didn't know at that point. But, like, once <laughs> I knew they, they weren't coming back. back, I would throw it away. But, like. <laughs> She's, like, secretly This is a long time ago. This is a long time ago. How long ago? <laughs> well, more than two years at this point. What was Horlorn? Was that Horlorn? Yeah, that was, like, three and a half years ago. Horlin? Horlorn? Horlin. Horlin Sutherland. No, Lauren Slutterland. I like it. I like that one, too. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. You were a raging whore. So you before betcha. we go, we're going to rate our <laughs> beers really quick. I drank Mars Needs Lupulin from Woodland Farms Brewery in Kittery, Maine. Very enjoyable. I've, I feel like I've been kind of disappointed with some beers I've had lately. You're always disappointed, Robbie. Because I think there's hype that I see and then I have them and it's... And... You got to get off of social media. It's all social media's fault. I Okay, so somebody posted a picture of... Um, Bell's two-hearted ale, the one with the yeah, stupid. Yeah, I saw fish your on. comment on it. Yeah, and people are like, "What do you think of this?" And I, I, I was honest. I wasn't rude or anything like that. I was just like, "Hey, yeah, this is... no, what you said was not rude." It yeah, was I was very... like, "This is overhyped." It's, it is. It, you, I think you've had it too. It is the most mm-hmm. <laughs> average beer ever. I was disappointed when I drank it because oh, of the hype. Yeah, exactly. This I think lives up to a little bit of the hype that I've seen in pictures. Good. Anyway. I've never heard of it, but I'm yeah. glad that it does. Yeah. Um. I'd give it like a, if we're doing the untapped scale, I'd give it a 3.75. Okay. But, uh, where is it here? I actually looked it up on untapped before I started the episode. It has a 3.86 on untapped. 
Uh-huh. And that's about where I would give it to, like a three eight five to a three eight nine. If I All if right, I could so. do those ratings. Good. Yeah. You have the same taste as everyone else on it. Yeah. It that means a, that means that it's like a just a well made beer. Yeah, I generally loved beer. I, I I don't have the same taste, or at least we don't, because we share an untapped uh the brew yeah. interviews if you want to follow us. Our average rating is like ten points underneath everybody else. Oh, I'm sure. Well, because you and I are like super critical. Yeah, of, like, we actually the beers. judge. Like, the we're beer. not just like this is a great beer. Like, let's give it ten. Like, yeah. you and I are like, well, compared to all of the beers that you and I have had, yeah. Like, how does this compare? So, like, I I feel like unless you're drinking like as many beers as we do for like a podcast or like to keep up with the beer community, yeah. Like, you have to be more scrutinous than somebody yeah. who's just using it for fun. I don't think we've repeated any beers. On the ninety something ninety plus episodes we've done, oh no, we absolutely so, haven't. Plus, we're drinking other beers in between that. Yeah, and I'm still rating those as well. <laughs> yeah, I have not. I don't even have Untapped downloaded on my phone <laughs> since I got it, so yeah, I should probably like... do that. Although I'm not drinking really anymore, so. Oh, what a waste, Lauren. What do you rate your beer? Um. Okay. Right. So I drank the Blood Orange Wheat, uh, Radler from Jack's Abbey. It was four percent. It was good. It reminds me of like a college beer, but I I don't know if that's just because like I only drank like wheats every now and again then in college. Like I don't really drink them now, but I really liked this. I'm going to give it a 3.25. Um because I wouldn't mind what? For a rattler. Rattler. Yeah, I like rattlers. Like I really like the mix like mixing alcohol with like making a drink with alcohol yeah you like shandies you like shandies and things of that nature yeah shandies are good like i can't sit and drink like six of them but like i like a shandy every now and then like a rattler i like how that's our like our judge is like can i drink six of them in a setting (laughs) well i mean like if if it's a really well-made beer like i want to keep drinking it yeah i mean i I could drink six of these yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. But like <laughs> s- sitting down and drinking. But you could have said like two or three, and we'd sound less like alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, well, people know oh, who we are at this point, Jesus Robbie. Christ. Um, yeah, so uh, three point two five. Nice. Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. You can find the Brew Interviews on our Instagram account at the Brew Interviews or on Twitter at Brew Interviews. You can also send us an email at thebrewinterviews at gmail or on Facebook under the Brew Interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the brew interviews and become part of the brew interviews family just like these few people. Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, Jess, and the Wreck My Podcast crew, thank you very much for supporting the show. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. And I would like to thank our sponsor, adamneve.com. And be sure to use our promo code BREW4U, that's BREW, the number for you, and get 50% off almost any one item. And when you do, you also get 10 free special gifts. Some of it is porn, so it's not too bad. Woohoo, porn! So get you and your loved one something special and help out the show at the same time. And we're going to end on, for the month of September, we donate our Patreon funds to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I remembered it all. Woohoo! Um, even if it's a one-time donation, head over to our Patreon page. Or if you're friends with us, just personally message us or Venmo, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And But if you do it through Patreon, you also get rewards. Um, our friend Alyssa over at The Golden Ghouls donated $25, Yay. which means she gets to pick the beer for an episode. And she told us to pick something spooky. So we think at the beginning of October, we're going to find a spooky beer for our friend Alyssa. Yes. Uh, and this is the last, this is like the last week to donate to the Patreon because it ends in September. So I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Go do it. I ended up raising like 160 bucks on my 
Facebook Perfect. for people for it. So. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. For the Bruin Reviews, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. Good night. Good night. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. We're all fucked up from WAP.